0: Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please like, subscribe, share with your mates. And enjoy the episode.
1: Hey guys, what's up? Episode thirty-nine of the flip side. Just got a notification. Um, You know the spam Instagram accounts. I got a spam follower from Sunny Leone. It's one of those fan accounts, and Sunny Leone was this name that I would hear come up a lot during high school. Um, I don't know. It was like really popular in the Sri Lankan Indian culture. They'll bring up that name a lot. Um, what do you know about Sunny Leone, Christian? I, I don't know
0: much. Of, I. I'm I promise I don't know much about Sonny Leone. Maybe I do, maybe I don't, but Jesus Christ. It's so bad, man. You know what's the worst? I've been, getting, well, first of all, episode 39, thank you so much for coming back. Um, really quickly, before we start the episode, I will plug the TikTok that we have created. If you guys want to check it out, you can do that. Thank you. And if you're listening, it's at the flip side podcast show or one word um yeah check it out give it a follow let us interact with it see if we get any traction on it but that's our new tiktok
1: yeah i'd highly um that would be highly appreciated if you guys can do that um there will be like cool clips and highlights from our episodes so if you guys don't have time to listen to the whole episode, or you just want to get all the cool highlights definitely recommend it. Our team is sort of getting out all the hot sort of picks, and we're going to go hard on TikTok and see how it goes. I think it's getting traction and the viewers are coming from Australia and United States, which is good in contrast because my TikTok, I get a lot of viewers from Philippines. Uh, like 50% of my following is from Philippines because my team uploads it from Philippines. So it's like the algorithm is stuck, you know, a bit stuck. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'm pretty happy with how the how the tiktok's gone so far i'm pretty happy like we're nearly episode 40 which is pretty crazy christian
0: yeah we'll say we'll have to like you know episode 50 we'll have to put a marker down but this is episode 39 maybe 40 we said we'll try a bit something a bit different um if we have the time and time permits we'll be able to look into you know trying something a bit different and we we'll something a bit different but it'll be good it'll be good but on the topic of spam dude i don't know about you but like recently i've been getting hella spam emails Spam emails are coming through thick and fast, th- and it never used to be a thing until like maybe a few months ago. And now I'm getting like 10 spam emails a day and I really don't know what's going on. Like obviously, like when you think about it, there's been a data breach somewhere. Yeah. There's 100% been a data breach somewhere because I'm getting all these random, random emails. At the moment, I have like 10 and it says my full name. What? As in the email. Oh, wow, like, my. This is the email that I use for everything for you know sending to you know how you have to have like one professional email i don't know you obviously have one for the organization etc right so like i'm just getting so many spam emails what the hell i don't know if it's the same for you as well but i'm so annoyed when i get them Bit bridge.
1: i can agree because like i've been getting these um spam emails from just random suppliers from china just sending me like hey do you want to buy these freaking um what do you call those clippers nail clippers um yoga bands um like i recently got pliers i was like i don't want this shit. spam 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 and it just keeps coming through um yeah it's pretty annoying
0: it's so bad it's the worst when you think about it like i get like 10 a day and i just like it didn't happen before, so there's been a data breach somewhere. So it's just interesting to see, because you know how you always see in the news, oh, there's been a recent data breach, or, oh, you know, some details have always have been, like, you know, released, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, that probably didn't happen to me, my information, that's all sweet. But, like, you least expect your email, and then, bang, that's it. Your email's done, and you're getting all these things, and you don't realise that the email they use, like, you know, it's the one they use for everything is, like... Far out, man,
1: dude, I recently received a text from this mobile number saying hello Your numbers held at our distribution center. Please follow instructions. Click on the link It, it tells me where my suburb is area is. It says you have to pay two dollars to get it shipped to your house I'm like, is this a scam? And I didn't do anything. This was the last Friday and now I'm clicking on the link now and the link doesn't work anymore So it was like a scam like I didn't pay for out two dollars because nothing would have came to my house and they would have got my house address
0: They um, they start by charging the two dollars to see if it can go through It's like a test and then once the two dollars goes through it gets processed They hit you with the big one they hit you with the bigger one So it's like a dummy that they always do we used to get calls about it all the time in my old job when I was at the bank People will be like, oh, did you send me a text? I don't know. Because if you never receive a text from a bank asking you to click on a link and log in, if it is your bank texting you, they'll ask you to either give them a call back or check your email, etc. Even in the emails, they won't give you a link. So if you get a link sent. From someone claiming to be a bank, don't ever open it. The bank doesn't send you links. They'll tell you to log on your account and everything. It's so interesting how they work. They hit you with a small $2 and then bang, uppercut you with the bigger one.
1: How big is the bigger one,
0: Christian? It depends on like, well, they test it out. They can go $2 and then after that, they can go 1000 or they can go like a few hundred.
1: And then what do they tell you to, to fork out that money? What's the excuse they tell you?
0: Well, like, it's more so that when you give your details, they have your details, and then that's why they start with the two dollar. And they can offer. bill your card. Yeah, they bill your card. Yeah.
1: And then when they do that, so for example, Christian, right now I have like, say, uh, hundreds of customers' details on my system, and if I want, I could just bill everyone and <laughs> just like run away, I guess. But like, that's true. How, yeah. know, how does that work? Yeah, like if I bill and just withdraw the money into my bank account. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. How does that work? Yeah, like you can 100% do that. And like anyone with our dates, card dates online can do that. Like all the companies that you have used your card dates with previously, they can do that. But if they do do that and you recognize something as an unrecognized transaction, you flag it with your bank, you lodge a dispute. And the good thing is with MasterCard and Amex and stuff, if it's like, a menial it's like a smaller amount so like my ANZ cards with visa and so like obviously visa and mastercard two biggest card providers in the world right so that i mean um, debit or credit uh, oh debit debit okay cool even with credit card you know visa and mastercard they're always there right got it got it they both have their own like safety procedures that they follow so i know with mastercard it's like if you dispute anything with purchases that are like under a hundred dollars it's money back guarantee 100 money back guarantee no matter what but if it's a little bit more they may look into investigative procedures and they investigate it and then
1: oh, they go wow.
0: deeper and it can take up to 14 days for you to get your money back based on evidence you provide to the bank and then yeah it's like a slow burning little process that's why like if you do get charged something that you don't recognize just call you back up straight away Don't like wait
1: and think about what it is. I was like,
0: yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I never really thought about it before.
1: So like a debit card transaction is disputable. Whereas a bank transfer isn't.
0: Yeah. So the thing with the bank transfer is that you can but you can't, you can't be guaranteed that you'll get your money back because essentially what happens with the bank transfers, if you send money to someone and you, and you say, oh, sorry. I sent you the wrong person, or you think, oh, sorry, I sent them the wrong amount. What the bank is actually does is they send a, commu- a letter of communication to the other bank. So the bank say, I send you money, you're with JP Morgan, and I'm with Citibank, right? We'll just use the two biggest banks as an example. Citibank will contact you. J.P. Morgan, your bank. J.P. Morgan, say please try and get the money back to us. Essentially, like in layman terms, please get the money transferred back to us because it was an accident. They can't enforce it because technically you process that.
1: So, like for example, a um, if, let's say Chris go in a restaurant, like go uh, and tap a hundred dollars with my Visa card. That hundred dollars doesn't go straight into your bank account it goes to like an escrow like a payment gateway like stripe or something or what's the most popular payment gateway that the money will sit in before it gets deposited into your bank account Or does it go directly to your bank account it goes directly to your bank account yeah oh and how come when you do like a credit card payment or debit card payment like that i can get my money back whereas if i deposit directly to your bank account i can't get it back because it's
0: Essentially, you're making a payment with your card as opposed to you transferring money from your bank account Because a payment on a card It's hard to explain, but like a payment on a card, it's backed by like Visa and MasterCard Like that's all the debit cards, whereas so let's you say, make a bank transfer, it's directly from your bank account You've got that authority to do that
1: Let's say tap like $10,000, put my PIN And then you receive the $10,000, it goes into the bank account and you just run away will will, it, will Visa take the money back from you or will Visa cover on their behalf as like with their insurance and Visa will pay me back or will you pay yeah. me back?
0: See, I'm not too sure. I think in some instances they request the money back or like, you know, they try and get essentially those funds returned, but I think it is Visa or MasterCard. Because completely. you don't have to give it back, yeah. do you? Yeah, technically. But I think you, thinking of it as like you using your card to like Give someone money as a like tapping something and giving them money. Think of it like as you paying for goods or something. You know what I mean? Like as opposed, a bit different to that. But yeah, I'm not too sure how they try and get the money back from the organisations because yeah, it's interesting. Well, but I think it is just more so. I'm gonna Google it real quick. I'll I'll let you have the floor.
1: Yeah, when I was thirteen. My first ever scam that I got into was, not not me doing the scamming, but I got scammed. I was a scammy, I guess, Um, was in MapleStory. There was was these people saying, go to nexonnet.com for free, Nexon, NX. NX was something you would pay real currency to get. So I was like, oh, I want some free NX. And it kept, like, these guys would just stand there and it was like, every day you would see them. One, it was weird they wouldn't get reported, or I guess they did because there was always new accounts but two, just because of the repetition, I thought it was real. Went to that website, it was this like cool MapleStory, next Song login page, logged in, password incorrect. Logged in again, password incorrect. Oh, okay, that's weird. 24 hours later, I'd log into my account, I lost everything. <laughs> and I was like, wow so like that's like the common scam. like you'll get emails from St. George or different banks and they'll tell you to log in or log into your email to, or log into your Facebook to see what this person messaged you but it's not actual facebook.com it's like facebook.cn or something um, uh, and then you log in and it doesn't log you in because they don't know your logins um, it's like a key ish. and that was one of the first times I got scammed yeah
0: yeah like I think just be wary that the one thing that you do, especially with banks, because every bank has every single bit of your information, whether you like it or not, right? Like they have everything, their tax file number, your passport, your photo identification, your address, phone number, everything. If they send you a link to log in, anything, don't ever do that. Just even if you're just suspicious slightly, just call just call them and ask and then they can see on their end if there was any, any attempt to contact you. They'll, or they'll just send you an email t- telling you to log in but won't give you a link. You know what I mean? That's what they usually do. But um, I'm having a look at MasterCard. It doesn't really say much other than saying if you suspect fraud, just give us a call. They don't really go into depth about the, um like, how they go about the fraud. But I think we'll be able to look into it with some, some deeper research. But, like, yeah, it's like, so interesting eh? how like with modern technology and everything like scams and frauds become so much more like it's evolved from you know sending money to a Nigerian prince to now becoming very very real you know what I mean? Like you're num- you're getting a text message from someone, it's so interesting
1: Christian, I fell into a slump again last night, slept at 4am 4am? Yeah, it was bad, I watched like What are you doing? I was watching I started watching I watched one episode of Suits at 6pm and then I opened my eyes and then it's 4am I watched 10 freaking hours and I felt at first I thought it was good because like okay, I was going to sleep in the next day or reset take the day off like I was exhausted but I had the doctor's appointment this morning blood test at 9.30 I had to wake up at 8 so I had 4 hours of sleep and I was just like hating myself I was like why did I do that? Why did I sleep late? Like, tomorrow i feel like shit. I've got an appointment tomorrow. Like fuck Andy, um, and I was just like I just felt bad. And the next morning I was like fuck, I'm tired, but I should push through the day, and like do it like this morning before I really like had like a comeback. Like I hit like a micro rock bottom, rock bottom again.
0: 4am I woke up at 5am
1: How's soccer going?
0: It's going amazing I'm loving every single minute of it And it's fantastic Because you just wake up And you
1: just know there's a game Anyway but like 4am What? What? No! Dude I had like my life That's horrible It rings It rings at 10pm Telling me to drop everything And go to sleep Just snoozed it and it, 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 it snoozes for 10 minutes. Ring snooze, snooze. I'm just watching the TV, snoozing it. And then, like, I don't know, like, the. It's like so. Like, that they, they, they've cracked it, where, like, they the cliffhangers, it's. I think there's, like, this 50, every episode, it's ABAB. It's like a good cliffhanger where you're really happy and you're really, like, excited and G'd up and you want more. Or, like, a cliffhanger is like, holy oh shit, what's gonna happen next? And then it just keeps you watching and. This morning, I like this afternoon. I unplugged my TV. I took it from the power point, just unplugged it. It's easy to put it together, but like it's a pain now. But like I unplugged my TV.
0: The the intentions are there. Their intentions are there to make it good. But like. 4am's cook, like even me, like I just start getting tired after a while. I don't know how you didn't just start getting drowsier because you don't operate on caffeine.
1: That's true. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't get, I would get tired at like say 2am. Oh shit, I could go sleep now, but just got good and, I, and it woke me up again. It was just so intriguing. I was like the dopamine. It was just like constant like, was like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I do understand in the sense that this is so easy to like, you know, get caught up in it all, but brother, what is going on for him? You can't, you can't practice, you gotta practice what you preach on here, you know, talking about routines, talking about, you know, self-discipline. But I actually don't even know what to say. You stumped me. You honestly stumped me. I know. And, and how, like, how are you going to come back from this lump? What are you going to do to make sure that this doesn't... Like, it's fine watching it, but you got to do something to, like, help, hold yourself accountable.
1: Yeah. So, a few things. One, I am I broke up my M routine because it's too packed. And it's, like, a bit... There's, like, friction. Like... Um. I used to have to like tell myself to turn off my internet, but I start like doing my daily plan, I plan the next day, go through all my Trello boards, clear all the new tasks and ideas I have, complete any urgent things, go through all slack messages, reply to all my messages on like my phone, WhatsApp, IG, and sometimes I charge my notes. And sometimes that task, this can take anywhere from 20 to 100 minutes. Like sometimes it'll take an hour and a half because there's just a lot of things to do, and sometimes it might take twenty minutes, and like that unknown like it like I, I should be doing that at six pm every day, but I'm scared of doing that. And I was like, okay, cool, like why don't I try and break it up? So I split it up where all the messages and all the tasks I put it at the beginning of the day, and the planning is done at the end of the day where it's like, oh, okay, cool, the planning that takes like 20 minutes max, that's fine. I actually enjoy starting the day going through messages because I'm a bit ADHD, where I try to start the day with not checking messages, not doing anything that's scattered, and that hasn't been working. So hopefully this is like a win-win scenario where I can start the day, reply to a bunch of messages, go through a bunch of DMs, and, and that's like a good way to build momentum in to start the day. So that's one, turn off my TV, disconnect it, I'm quitting TV. <laughs> hopefully I can quit for a while. Three, um, I'm gonna just like like this would usually happen at lunch dinner where I want to watch something while eating so I'm gonna just like listen to music or like listen to podcasts on Spotify um, and, and that's what I'm gonna do as like a way to wean off like a nicotine patch for like eating I was going to say, it just sounds
0: like you're an addict, you know, trying, you know, you're going through a reform as if you're just like, you know, severely addicted to it, but you're not, I guess it's everyone's like, has some form of addiction, but like,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it was like, bad. bad. <laughs> Way of it. Yeah. It was bad. And then like, at the same time, another thing I, I realized was like, there was days where I slept early, planned the next day, woke up exercise cold shower breakfast meditate for five minutes sat down on the desk i just didn't want to do any work i just didn't want to do work like i could force myself but i wasn't happy i just didn't want to do work and i was like but i did everything correct why is this happening and and it really reminded me of what my uncle peter used to tell me Was like yo like you, like Andy, like you're trying too hard, you have all these systems and affirmations, things you repeat to yourself, but like, what happens if you get cancer, and you try to starve it out, and you try to take go to Mexico and take some alternative medicine, and go through ayahuasca, and take a bunch of magic mushrooms, and you don't recover. You're gonna feel bad, because I, I was young, like I was like, I could do anything, like if I put in the work, Put in the grind whatever is the problem I'll, I'll be able to handle it but eventually things just break like my affirmations weren't getting me going my routines weren't getting me going um and then i had to really realign my whys. and that's another thing every time i hit sort of like a rock bottom like it's like a huge catalyst for like a swing shot back up i was gonna actually ask yeah
0: why Why is this happening to you? Why are you feeling like you're relapsing back into TV? What's going on? Do you feel like you're not working as hard as you used to? Is it like a, um, what's the word when you use something as a, to like, yeah, is it a crutch? Do you think that, um,
1: coping mechanism, et cetera, like? Are there hypotheses? (laughs) <laughs> um, so the last two weeks I was like really motivated like I was on a roll like I was at my peak I was sleeping early I was getting a lot done dude I slept like 10 hours 12 hours on Wednesday Thursday Friday had a lot of sleep the night before that Friday went to the city with you and the boys 8.30 <laughs> had some drinks by the time I got home it was like 3.30am Slept, woke up earlier the next morning, had an intern come through. Um, Was pretty productive that Saturday, surprisingly. Got a lot done. I was pretty exhaustive. I just pushed myself to get a lot done. Slept decently early. Slept like like 10, 10.30. Woke up to the next day, which was Sunday. UFC day, where you guys came over, we had like cool lunch with UFC and sports. That day I slept a bit late. And then Monday comes around. Pretty not motivated to do work despite all doing the routine sleep a bit late on Monday Tuesday comes along and that's when I sleep at 3am. So I think it's like a mixture of like my like Mental strength is just depleted. My like energy is depleted. My life force is like depleted Um, And then I just don't have any resilience to like stop Yeah, it's interesting because you've had a holiday
0: You've had a good decent break you know you went to queensland noosa you had the solo journey you've, you've had the holiday i'm not saying you you don't need another one you might need another one you need a recharge something's something something's up something's it's not right it's not cooking at the moment and like if if you force yourself to like you know go hard and push yourself it's not going to be the same because you know that that's when you get overexerted. that's when you get tired Got to find what works best, and then maybe try something a bit different. Throw a spanner in the works with the routines. This is when you got to mix it up. Maybe try a, a new protein shake. Maybe try a new shake in the morning. Maybe try a coffee. Maybe try a lacto uh, caffeine-free coffee. A calf. or just just try something different. Like look, just implement something new, because it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like you. It, it It's obviously you know a, a bump in the road. It, it's it's something you got to get over, but. It doesn't matter, this happens all the time and this is when you you learn from it, you know what I mean? It's not even that big of a deal because you, you told me you still grinded last week anyway. It was a long weekend as well. So it's like, don't worry about it, you know? It's, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, you're right. And then another thing I realised through this was one thing that would help me was like every time I was like procrastinating I'd tell myself sort of my, like, say obnoxious goal. Um, I'm not going to say it, but let's say it's something like I don't know Christian what's an ob- ob- obnoxious goal uh, an obnoxious goal yeah something that's like really big
0: that people are yeah like, okay oh, just being the richest man in Australia let's
1: just say that yeah perfect so every time I'm not motivated or procrastinating, I'll be like I will be the richest person in Australia and I'll repeat this and I have like a reminder that told me tells me to do this every hour I will be the richest person in Australia When you say it, like all all of a sudden you're motivated, you're smiling, your chest is up, you get up and you get to work. But then there's like I did that for a week, and like eventually you say it, it, it gets you to work, but it's just like not you're not happy. You're just working because you have this goal that you have to follow, but you're not happy. So what I've changed that to is like, I will be the happiest person in the world. I want to become the happiest person in the world. And like, that's been a huge shift. The moment I went from saying my noxious goal to saying something like that, all of a sudden I'm thinking, okay, how do I sleep earlier? How, okay, I hate my end routine. How do I break that up? Um, how do I um, not get in and watch Ten episodes of like a TV series and get unsatisfied, um, and like if I use that as like a main goal, that's been like a big driver. Um, but you're right, that's another thing. Holiday is something I haven't thought about too recently, and, and I might have to think about that too. Yeah, maybe just a just a quick escape, you know,
0: for a weekend or somewhere. Just like you know, let your hair back. Go, go again, just reset again, even if it's just a weekend, a snow trip, maybe you know, like you said, you wanted to go. Um, but look, it's not a bad thing, obviously. It's good because this is when you know that you know, got to sh- switch things up a little bit, try something a bit different. But, um, yeah, like you just got to keep at it. You know, it's good that you've changed your goal from an obnoxious goal to something that's you know, self endearing in the sense that you're looking to like you know, genuinely find happiness and something. And you know what, at the um. It doesn't even matter if you have those days when you do sleep at 4am, if you do hold yourself accountable for it later on and, you know, work for it. But I want to move on to a slightly different topic because I don't know if you, okay, Alexandra
1: Cooper. Oh, yes, I do know her. Call do your daddy girl. Did you hear what, did you hear what happened? I have not heard what happened. I know, Is was... I know the last thing I heard about her is apparently um, she gave Logan Paul Not quite where I'm going here, but
0: <laughs> Alexandra Cooper runs a podcast called Call Her Daddy. Um from memory, Call Her Daddy Podcast used to be a co-hosted podcast, but I think something happened. Um blah blah blah. And then it was just her. It was just Alexandra Cooper hosting and running the Call Her Daddy Podcast. And when you listen to the podcast, they have budget. They have budget compared to like us right like you can listen to it you listen to podcasts and you know bro they got ads they've got amazing sound tuning the everything is there they have an amazing support system to set them up right that's because they're sponsored so she was used she was with barstool and barstool essentially just set the whole do you think uh, this is rude. Do you think Alexander Cooper knows exactly how to set up the optimal podcast, etc.? No, she doesn't, bro. The, the people at the barstool who come through, do everything for her, have the ad segments set in perfectly, have the you know, the segues into, into different topics amazing, the transitions are amazing and perfect, right? Blah, blah, blah. She has a foundation set up for a podcast. She set it up and it's doing well. You know, she's very highly streamed. Recently, got bought out by Spotify. Not bought out, but Spotify bought the rights to exclusively stream the "Call Her Daddy" podcast, which was previously distributed by Bastel Sports, for sixty million American dollars. Whoa! Sixty million American dollars. Now, if you, I've I I will admit I've heard a few episodes of the Call Her Daddy podcast. Um, it sounds the the name of the podcast itself really alludes to as the content which is discussed on such a podcast. It is heavily, you know, revolving around topics of women's mental health, women's health, women empowerment, female empowerment, sexual health. Etc. Right. Wow. And I think she was one of the first ones to really just start openly talking about it, which is a topic which is obviously considered not taboo, but it's like a it's like normal normal topic of conversation is here. That topic of conversation is like there. She just was stuck in that right. And like uh, like I said, the topics of the conversation aren't always centered around you know stupid shit like like you said, etc. Right but every now and then she goes and does like talk about mental health and awareness and everything i don't know if she still does but 60 million dollars dude it's very because it's a very unique podcast she has because no one else is doing that you know what i mean and it's like dude 60 million do you think
1: that went? did they buy out her or did they buy out like did the Barstool make any money? What do you think? Like, was Barstool part of this? Do they get any Ooh. money? Because, like, I think Barstool owns the podcast and has a rights to it. But then when they partner up, she, like, got equity, I guess, like, 50-50. Like, like, yeah, what's your thoughts? Yeah, that's an interesting
0: one, actually, because it's essentially a licensing agreement. So, if Barstool had the licensing licensing agreement to call her daddy... I think they would have had to offer Alexandra Cooper herself a lot more money to like, you know, offer to license it completely there. And as a result, Spotify were able to, so I'm just reading into it now. Um, she began co-hosting Call Her Daddy with Sophia Franklin, like I said, in 2018, under a three year deal in 2018, 18, 19, 20, 21. The deal was up. That makes sense. So two years later is the fifth most streamed podcast on Spotify. Wow, but success led to a nasty, nasty contract dispute with Barstool founder. Okay, so the co-host left because of a Barstool dispute. So Alexander Cooper stayed on and the Barstool owner offered a 500,000 salary to her. So obviously there was obviously a lot of rift in the background with contract disagreements and disputes and as a result it's always been if just Spotify saw the opportunity in that and just went in and jumped in 60 million I'm I'm shocked 60 million That's that's big money
1: Imagine going from just having let's say a few hundred thousand to having like even if you net like 20 million like, that's like 20 houses.
0: That's the thing. 20 houses, you know what 20 houses done for you? You become a real estate tycoon and you just live off the rent that you just earn. That's all, that's all, like, that's my goal, eventually. Just become a real estate tycoon and just don't have to work, work a single day. Just have so much income coming in from rent. It is absolute kickback, right? But... Like I'm like this, this is just obviously shocked me because Amazon, this is not the first time, sorry not Amazon, this isn't the first time that Spotify have done this. They did it with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I obviously that that deal should be astronomically bigger. I forget how much. 100, 100 million. Is. Say less. You know what I mean? Say less. 100 million. Joe Rogan. That makes sense, right? But and it's this is, worked. Like I'm using, I'm listening to podcasts on Spotify now. It's working. Yeah, it's working. and. I honestly think Spotify are so unbelievably smart. Spotify have the- You can't get wow. out. You can't get out, and you know what? I've got like all my playlists, I can't get out. I don't, I don't, you know what? I'm very interested that you have Spotify and not Apple Music, and don't take that as a bad way, it's more so that everything you have is obviously streamlined around Apple Music, but Spotify have literally cemented themselves in such a way that it's just, if an, it's hard Tidal? Tidal can't compete with Spotify. Amazon Music? Come on, man. Google Play Music that Google, you know, got rid of their music on because of, like, just how saturated Spotify had the market and it's so smart to, to get this deal they got the exclusive rights to stream the podcast on their on their.
1: Understand. but yeah i'm just i don't know it's interesting isn't it like 32 of market share i just searched it up spotify apparently has 32 percent of like the whole market share which is insane that's one yeah. third one third of people listening to music use spotify crazy and they've just
0: everything about spotify is amazing in my opinion the app experience the fact that you can access podcasts on it, and the fact that they're investing a lot into these podcasts shows that they're not just you know stuck on one service as a music streaming service they're delving into podcasts and who knows what we can see in the future from spotify because if this keeps up it, you know you know in no way like in terms of what they could be investing in but yeah i just found that very
1: interesting man 60 million like that's a lot of money 'Cause like Logan Paul apparently made twenty million on the Mayweather fight. So obviously Core Daddy has like it took her like, you know, five, six years to build it to this point and Logan Paul had to just train for eight months. But like sixty million makes like Logan Paul's twenty million for the Mayweather fight seems small. It seems small, but I do have to appreciate the
0: commitment and dedication one would have to have to their podcast to be able to get it to the level that it is today because it could be so easy just to quit early and you know, just just think is this worth it or not. I won't lie, I've had those thoughts, like, you know, is it worth it in the long term? But you just gotta keep going. Like you just gotta keep pushing. I'm not saying that we'll ever be worth sixty million, but
1: like, dude, so apparently Is Call Her it- Daddy has hundred and fifteen episodes. Like what? That's so little. Is that real? 121 episodes. How long ago did they start? 2018? Wow, it's only been three years
0: Yeah, and bear in
1: mind with
0: there used to be a co-host there used to be her and someone else and then they left so there may have been a period of time where they didn't upload as much I, I like this is I don't know why this has shocked me the most because uh, It's just interesting like I don't I'm just I'm, I'm generally just shocked because she had like she obviously now has to there's more pressures associated with being essentially poured out Agreements built up by um Spotify biggest streaming service in the world you um You have pressures to you know really start performing now and it's like interesting, eh? I think so
1: too. I think so too The next thing i was thinking of um watches christian is is that something that now that you've seen people around you get watches that something that you you, you're starting to crave or you're still pretty cool like you know like you don't need a watch or what's your thoughts on watches christian it is something that i
0: do want to like when i saw you and our other friend that had the rolex i was like maybe i want a rolex maybe i want to you know send some money aside to get a rolex but like it's so easy. We've talked about this so many times. So easy to look at other people, see that, that they have and just be like, oh maybe I should get that if they're getting that. Yeah, it is something that I would want to eventually get, but right now, like it's not feasible for me at all. And as a result, I have to say no. But I do want an IWC. I want an IWC. IWC for me is just beautiful. Like I love their watches. But are you gonna are you gonna get another one, you
1: reckon? No, I wanted to. I saw one that I sort of really want to get that I think would like look really good. Like it's like a pretty good watch, the Cartier Santos. Have you have you seen this watch before? This you is like up and coming. Like this is slowly becoming the shit, and it's like a I nice price. It's like a if you get one for like a used one for five thousand, it's gonna like hold its price. Um yeah like I think this is a good watch for you like if you were to get a watch I think this would be like a solid like investment it looks like timeless It's it looks a bit more older and more gentleman like it has a sort of AP sort of vibe Automa Automa. it does have a big AP vibe and you're
0: 100% right that does, it's a very classy old and gentleman look
1: yeah it's, it's like, a beautiful watch it's like a it has the brand Cartier to it and it has like the AP vibe. Um, that so if you were so to wreck nice. um, if you were to get a watch, I'd highly recommend the Cartier Santos. Like it's slowly, I think it's just gonna keep rising as well in value slowly. Just because oh. right now I'm just seeing a lot. That is nice, that black w- yeah,
0: that is nice.
1: It has this cool like futuristic Doctor Who type of vibe to it. Um, yeah, I really like I was like, damn, like, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep my eye on it. Um, uh, I definitely don't. I'm not ready to get a second watch as of yet. But yeah. this is nice. Like, oh, my oh God. I'm going to go after this and start researching it and try to
0: potentially grab one. But don't sell your Rolex. Don't sell your Rolex. Yeah. Keep it. Don't sell it. Because if you're going to double down and get a Rolex, I'm, 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 I'm saying it again to you because I'm scared you're probably thinking it. <laughs> yeah, but don't sell it because if you're going to double down and get a rolex i don't care if you did it for show or if you did it you know to obviously you got it you have it now keep it for a while and then sell it later maybe you know what i mean there's there's no point selling it but yeah i'm pretty keen on it because i just started actually wearing it's funny you mentioned that it's so funny because i just i bought a watch and i started wearing it yesterday properly because i had to get the band on and everything it's just congratulations like, it's on, it on the
1: purchase uh, yeah, it was
0: like I bought it a long time ago. It's just I finally got around to like getting everything sorted out for it. It's just an Armani watch. What color band or what oh, type of it band did you get? It's a steel band. It's just a steel Armani watch with a blue face. It's just easy to use and everything I can wear in the office. I like it. It looks nice. It's like a decent old everyday watch that I can just use, right? I, got it on, I only got it because I got it on sale. All hell, Oswagen. Oswagen showed me that it was on 60% off. I was like $500 down to like 200 I was like, yeah, that's so good. I'm just buy it. So, yeah, like,
1: I want that cardio. <laughs> and it has like a, the cardio watch. One more thing, it has that Richard Mill type of vibe to it. It sort of reminds me of it. So, I think like, you know, I've been seeing some watch people wear it, and in a year's time, it might just appreciate it a lot, or it'll just hold value, worst case scenario. Um, I would want to get it for the chance of it appreciating, but if it doesn't, then I'm just like that's sort of another dead like just like my current Rolex. It's sort of dead weight, not dead weight, but it's just like some not like the money's stuck. Um, yeah, it's stuck. And if you get it, you'd be kill you'd be killing yourself. Trust me. Exactly, so I think if you do get one, the Cardia Santos, great recommendation. That's something that I thought of. When I thought of that, I was like, if I I can't, like I'm not ready to get a second watch, I think this is something I should recommend to Christian. Yeah, like
0: maybe at the end of the year, I'll treat myself to it, maybe, but it depends if I quit my job early, there ain't no way that's happening. But if I don't quit my job early, then I could potentially get it. How's work being Christian? Work's been alright I just sit on I'm on autopilot I'm just completely switched on autopilot I know I'm leaving I know that I'm just gonna I know that I can still do the work that's required of me I know, And Because my managers know that as well So I just Completely kick back And I just binge TV shows all day So I finished The Good Place Superstore Community um, What else have I finished? You should watch um, Goodfellas uh, Apparently that's like the best TV show ever over uh, yeah. But see, when I'm working, I I just need like a mindless, stupid show. I think I've mentioned it's just yeah. a stupid show. The IT family guy Family Guys. Family Guy, yeah, I could I could watch that. Like at the moment I just re-watching In Betweeners. For me, In Betweeners is my all time. F- Have you seen In
1: Betweeners? That rings a bell, is it? Like all the UK people?
0: Yeah, like a place. Yes. Like, yes. yes. For me it's my all-time greatest show of all time. It's just an amazing show. I absolutely love it. But um yeah, just doing that kicking back you know just just enjoying it because i just know that by the time i actually start the full-time work it'll be a lot more tough and rigorous as opposed to what i'm going through now but yeah man like work work is work is work but i think we've hit a sweet spot we've hit 45 i know we can keep going but i'm i'm, I'm, I'm gonna try and double down and make sure that we keep hitting these 45 minutes because the last few have been long and i think it's correlated with the with the
1: statistics that we have <laughs> that's a good um, that's a good realization I agree with you thanks for wrapping it up Christian thanks for doing this as always we appreciate everyone for listening hopefully I think this is something that I do enjoy like every week like I have like so many different things I can like talk about this list just builds and it's just fun talking i think it's also therapeutic it's sort of like a bit like therapy for me um and this is something that i don't mind sort of and and i think i just really want to time capsulate my thoughts and me as a person on the 16th of june 2021 and that's sort of why i see myself doing this for a long long time and yeah thanks so much for doing this with me christian Oh, I've completely forgot to timestamp it
0: at the start. Thank you for doing that. 16th of June, 2021. Nearly a year since we started. Nearly a year since we had that conversation to start it. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Episode 39. Next week is episode 40. Um, Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for everyone listening. Appreciate it.
1: Peace.